So it's working their own program. Okay. But the main secret to that is, is actually caring about the people that you're serving and being of service. Welcome to The Other 23. My name is Earl and I'm here today at E3 Strength with my good friend Joe Sislis. Joe is a triathlete, a tr one of our highest performing trainers, and is fairly new to the industry. What this show is about is showing you guys what it takes in the other 23 hours of your day to take your life from where you are now to where you want it to be. So Joe, if you don't mind, I know you're just coming fresh off a triathlon, tell us about that triathlon what you did, and maybe a little bit of what got you into training for something that crazy. Uh, well, it was a uh, sprint triathlon, and uh, sprint triathlon is a uh, quarter mile swim followed by a 10 mile bike followed by a uh, 5K, which is a 3.1 mile run. That sounds a little silly. Um, most people want to do a 5K, but think that they can't. Um, explain to people how you kind of got into that and uh, tell them a little bit about how well you did, because I was pretty impressed myself. Well, I, um, I actually come from a background of uh, obesity. Um, as a kid, I actually had, uh, I was athletic as a kid and uh, got away from that and then uh, fell into uh, the cycle of work and not taking care of myself, um, became 100 that. pounds overweight. Okay. Um, and uh, at the age of 44, five years ago, I decided that I needed to, to make a change. Um, and just started working out. Uh, it started out cycling. So let me get let me get this straight. Only five years ago, you were 100 pounds bigger than you are now. Correct. And before before I keep tell everybody how well you just did in this triathlon. By the way, um, I came in second in my age group. And how many triathlons have you done? Uh, this is my second triathlon. But you've only been training for triathlons for roughly the past year or so. You've only done two in about a year, right? Is that uh, right? Two in a year. I've, I've been training about, about three years, but uh, so, I've done two. So you've only really been pushing yourself outside your comfort zone for the past year in terms of that style of training. Mm -hmm. But it, five years ago, you were 100 pounds overweight. Correct. That's freaking outstanding, dude. So what Joe is telling you guys is anybody can do this, this thing. Whether it's fitness, running, triathlons, weightlifting, it doesn't matter. You can do it. All right, cool. So tell us a little bit, and I, I actually would like to hear it from your perspective. I know your story because I work with you, but tell me how you went from new to the industry, got certified. Obviously, you just became fit, more fit, and getting in shape, losing this 100 pounds. New to the industry, which means if you guys don't understand how personal training works, if you don't walk into an exiting trainer's schedule, you come in with zero clients making zero dollars and then you go to making, I'm not going to say what you make, but a good living that he doesn't actually have to go out and work somewhere else after this, but can train and be this high performance athlete. So Joe, tell us a little bit about what it took to go from zero to hero. Um, well, the main thing that it took was, uh, was being willing to uh, put in the hours in the work. Um, that started with uh, NASM training. Okay. Um, working very very diligently to uh, to do well at that and uh, and learn my stuff, okay. um, and then coming into uh, to a, a gym like this and um, being willing to, uh, to to do the work to put in the, the work, um, and also being consistent at it. 
Okay, so the biggest thing I heard there is actually the last thing you said is the consistency. Mm -hmm. No matter if you have zero clients or you have six like you had today, you put in the same effort, the same enthusiasm, mm -hmm. the same energy, um, and you give your very best. And that's that's what consistency means to me. Mm -hmm. um, is, am I assuming that right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so one of the things that, one of the reasons I call you the most high performing, like you have a very, very full schedule for um, the coaches here. However, you, regardless of the schedule, you have a high retention rate. Clients will always end up leaving because they move, um, life changes, you know, et cetera. But you, no one drops off. Everyone sticks with you. When I check in with these guys, they're like, thank you so much for setting me up with Joe. It's been fantastic. Oh my gosh. Why would, are you getting these rave reviews? Do you have, you gotta have some kind of idea. I, I mean, I know that you're a good guy. You do a great job and you're super consistent and you're the same guy every single day, which I, I love. That's, that integrity is amazing. But give us a, a little peek inside those sessions. Why do these clients hold you in such a high regard? Well, uh, the main secret to that is actually caring about the people that you're, that you're working with. <laughs> um, I truly, awesome. care, I truly awesome. care about my clients. I want to see my clients succeed. Because um, if I can do it, they can do it. And I know that. And a lot of times they don't know that. That's so it's killer. being encouraging uh, and, and, and uh, being supportive of them as well. So it's working their own program. Okay. But the main secret to that is, is actually caring about the people that you're serving and being of service. Again, I, and I hate to take away the last thing that you say because it sounds like I'm not listening to what you're saying and I'm only picking up the tail end. But you finish with the word service. Mm-hmm. That is what we do. We serve people, and you're putting the people ahead of yourself, um, and you're making it about them. Something that we always say here at E3 is we're we're about uh, if we're no matter what we charge, we're going to give twenty to fifty dollars more value and service in that time that we're working with the person because that's what they deserve. We want them. It doesn't matter what we charge because we're always going to over deliver. And it sounds like you've been over delivering in terms of um, empathy. You put yourself in, your, in their shoes a lot, that's what it sounds like. You explain to them what you're going through so that they can understand, kind of like everyone else can understand, that anyone can do what our clients are trying to do. Is that right? Absolutely. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit more about how you perform on two different levels, doing two different things, serving people first, too, which is nice, and then serving yourself, being the athlete in the, uh, in the coach for yourself. How do you do both in one day? How do you make that happen? Obviously the schedule is nice, it helps, but tell mm -hmm. us a little bit more about how someone could do that. Well, I'm a firm believer in, uh, in recovery and sleep. So nice. I prioritize my sleep and okay. I prioritize my nutrition as well. Okay. Um, healthy body, healthy mind. So by, by feeding my body, uh, I'm feeding my mind. Okay. Um, sleep is another thing. It's uh, we as as a society, we don't value sleep enough, and it's very important to get a good night's sleep. So, for example, this morning mm -hmm. I needed to be here at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. That put me up at 4 a.m. I right. was in bed at at uh, 8 o'clock. Wow, that's outstanding. And again, I'm consistent with that. Okay. Um, if I, if I do fall off and I don't get enough mm -hmm. sleep, then I make sure the night, the night after I, I make sure that I get enough sleep. So there's really no shortcut. There's no trick. No. You're, you, you've got to do the hard things like put yourself to bed early, um, eat regimented, um, not necessarily scheduled. Like you're not bringing a ton of food here. You know, you're here for six or six or seven hours a day. Um, 
but you're making sure you're fueling for your workouts and things of that nature. So the key is fuel and sleep. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you're treating your body like a car engine. You got to give it the fuel, the oil, the gas. Um, and then you also got to do the maintenance and give it the recovery. If you just drive with a pedal down the whole time, you're going to blow your engine at some point. Am I right? Yep. How does someone go about making a change like you did, whether it's the weight loss, whether it is uh, the industry? What, can, what feedback could you give anyone out there who's watching or listening? The key to that is um, being willing to be uncomfortable. That's where growth starts is being none of none of these are are things that anyone wants to hear absolutely not do the hard things be uncomfortable sleep more mm -hmm. okay keep going i'm sorry to interrupt you that's it's so true but it again somebody you've got to hear it mm -hmm. so continue what what else so it's uh it's being willing to be uncomfortable being willing to put the work in okay um which is also uncomfortable there are no shortcuts yeah your your workout schedule is very uncomfortable <laughs> i would not want to do that anyways all right continue sorry sorry uh, if you're not willing to be uncomfortable and put in the work, so your uh, success is always going to elude you. Uh, so say, uh, you know, five years ago, 100 pounds ago, where did you first start? What was the first change you made? Um, first nutritional change was actually watching uh, my calorie intake. Okay. Um, calorie in, calorie out. It's a basic formula. Um, as much as people don't like to believe that, that's the secret to weight loss. Well, that thing is is so cal true. Is calories in, calories you, out. You can't beat it. Now, you, you can't beat it. You can do that in different ways. Yep. yep. Um, which we've discussed this before. Yep. With yep. you can um, you can either count your calories and restrict, or yep. you can eat um, less um, calorically dense foods. Either way, though, is caloric restriction. Yeah. Uh, so it's either you want to be hungry or or you can eat as much as you want and change the things that you're eating. So lots of celery is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Lots of fruits and lots of vegetables. Cool, cool, cool. What's your first exercise? Exercise was my wife and I uh, decided that, you know, we're going to get we're going to get fit. Okay. We're going to we're going to start work, uh, doing something. Mm -hmm. So it was walking at the Jupiter Dunes. Perfect. So and you started by just moving. Just moving. And and Vicky is in great shape as well. I, I know Joe's wife, Vicky, and she's outstanding. Um, great human being. Um, she was supportive the whole way too, right? Absolutely. That's a big key. Um, having a spouse that is on board, if you didn't have her support, and she was eating junk. Would be really difficult. It, you, you, may, yeah. you may not have made it, right? Mm -hmm. You may Absolutely. not be sitting here today. Absolutely. So thank you, Vicky. Um, that's, that's outstanding. Very cool. Um, all right. So, what's the last change you made? What did you, what have you did? What have you done recently as you're going in this triathlon that you did to fine tune your performance to really dial it up? Because obviously you're shooting to beat your most re, most previous time, but you almost won the gosh darn thing. Clearly, you did something different. Tell us a little bit about what you did. The most recent change you made in that area. And again, it falls back on being uncomfortable again. Okay. So I started doing speed work, okay. which for years I've been doing base work, just building the miles, yeah. just building the, the engine. Getting it done. Getting it done. Right. And uh, recently I've been working on speed work, bringing my speed so up. So performance. Exactly. Ooh, fine tuning. Fine tuning. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you get to the high performance level. It's very, very small changes. Um, that are really, really hard because you have that law of diminishing returns, right? Absolutely. It's a huge thing, and uh, we're, I was just having a conversation with uh, one of our clients about that recently, and you know their frustration. They're like, oh, I feel so much better hearing that. I'm like, yeah, you're doing great. You're just at such a high level. Mm -hmm. and it's different for different people, too, because if you're doing 
you know, say you just start walking and then biking and then maybe even running, mm -hmm. you're eventually gonna hit a wall. But if you're weight training and you're still making the same losses, you're adding different muscle fibers, different types of muscle, mm -hmm. and two different people have two different metabolisms. Mm -hmm. So knowing who you are would help, or maybe working with a coach who can direct you and show you what your baseline metabolism is mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So you kind of have an idea of what you should be taking in would, uh, would help, right? So that's a, a takeaway that we can always have is work with a coach. Absolutely. I work with a coach twice a week. Um, and then I coach you guys a little bit to some degree, not on your performance because Joe's you know, up here in my level. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything to say there except for you know, take care of those injuries, right? <laughs> um, so great. It's a ton of insight and it's not a lot of, there's no magic pills. Like you didn't give anybody there's anything. There's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. It's just gonna be tough and that it's the hardest thing to hear, but it's so true, right? Absolutely. All right. And that's the other thing is uh, to uh, steal a word that's not a word is okay. that stick to itiveness. That's going to be known for some people. But it's sticking with something even when it gets difficult. So this goes back to your consistency. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing is, is uh, and I know you've posted uh, uh, memes on, on uh, the internet with <laughs> yeah. this. I like um, memes. But uh, it's, um, uh, there is... It's not about consistent. Uh, mm -hmm. Consistency is uh, is is the key, but mm -hmm. it's not about motivation. It's about dedication. Motivation is the feeling of you know what? Hey, I feel there's days that I love going out working out, mm -hmm. and then there's days that I'm sitting there like watching the clock going. Eh, you know what? I really don't oh. feel like working out, but so I you work still have those days, huh? Absolutely. Oh, okay. But I work right. out anyway. I'll, I'll and I've never finished a workout saying to myself. Man, I wish I wouldn't have worked out. Love that. All right, so that really comprises who you are and what it takes to go from, you know, 200 plus pounds to second place in a triathlon and being in a new industry and being outstanding at what you do. So uh, tell everybody how they can find you because obviously I follow you. I really enjoy seeing every time that you're doing a race or you're training, how much better you're doing. I really watch your progress on a day by day. And I'm sure other people would be inspired or like to see that. So tell them how they can see what you're doing, keep up with what you're doing, and then also what the best form of contact you have is. Okay. Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, C-I-C-I-L for the letter U, two, and then the letter C. So Cecil for you to see. Mm, clever, I like it. Yeah. That's and then handle. on uh, Facebook, I'm uh, Joe Sicilis. And then if somebody wanted to reach out to you, maybe DM you, maybe get some advice or maybe learn a little bit more about how to get into what you're doing or just to start the process like you have, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, Facebook or Instagram would be the best way DM? to get a hold of me. Uh, DM me. Perfect, okay. So DM Joe, get a hold of him if you need him because he is a great value and a great resource and I love him to death. He's been a huge asset here and is, again, so consistent and so reliable and just a joy to be around. Joe, thank you so much. I thank appreciate you. It.